0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with lots in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This week, in the Red Corner... You go off to fight for your country come back but are you a hero no not even small town police forces treat you with any goddamn respect what is a man to do how about hide out in the woods and teach them a bloody lesson from 1982 it's first blood while in the blue corner You were only supposed to take some bloody photographs. But nobody tells Rambo what to do. Not least of all when they're sending him right back to the camp he escaped from. American justice versus American corruption versus everything being on fire. From 1985, it's Rambo First Blood Part 2. Who are they that protest me, huh? Who are they? Unless they've been me and been there and know what the hell they're yelling about. It was a bad time for everyone, Rambo. It's all in the past now. For you! You're the last of an elite group. Don't end it like this. Back there, I could fly a gunship. I could drive a tank. I was in charge of million-dollar equipment.
0: Back here, I can't even hold the job. Fucking guards! Ah!
1: Ah! Rambo, I don't make the orders. I'd take them, just like you. Ah! Mission.
2: Accomplished.
1: so it's a rambo royal rumble this week but which film is better let's find out together welcome to clash of the titles
0: Release the Kraken.
1: hello clash Butters. we had orders when in doubt kill I'm Alex Zane, and Chris and I had quite the holiday.
2: <laughs> I'm Vicky Crumpton.
3: I'm Chris. Just the first name yeah. now. Wow, oh, that's new.
2: Just mixing it up, yeah. How do you know what? About time. Right. It's about time someone did that. Screw it, I'm Alex. Too late, man. He's claimed it. <laughs> Wait, we have to
1: stick with the full bore. He
2: got the single moniker first. You, now you're just copying him. Do you know
1: what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Anyway, who, who gave those orders on our holiday? Did we ever check? What orders? What it? Have you been thinking about just using your first name while I was doing that whole introduction? <laughs> no, you said my name earlier in the introduction, so it threw me. Right, okay. Well, anyway, Chris. Thanks. The orders. That's me. Yep. The orders, when in doubt, kill. It's how we operated in Austin. I hope not. <laughs> okay. Should have been there. Sure. Should have been there to put a stop to it. God didn't make me. Chris made me. That's fair. Right. Welcome to part one of Rambo vs. Rambo 2, which for headache's sake, I'm calling these movies over the next two episodes. Uh, because I know, I <laughs> well, I say for ease, uh, I started watching Rambo because I typed in Rambo to the Amazon search bar because I've never seen these movies, going early. Yep. Uh, so I, I must have watched about 10 minutes of Rambo going, this looks awfully new for mm. 1970s.
3: <laughs> is there one called Rambo?
1: Yeah. And the is there fourth. one called John Rambo? Yeah, I think so. <sighs> yeah. Confusing. Very confusing. Um, Nevertheless, if you are new to the show, this is how it works. We're going to be doing Rambo today and Rambo 2 on Thursday, at which point we will declare which is the better film. So the clue I gave on last week's show was One Man Army. Don't even say anything, Chris. I know it's too easy, but there you go. You weren't here. You weren't here to stop me. Uh, The guesses are on our Twitter, where we are still at ClashPod, and they came in through the woods, stalking. We're also on Instagram, by the way, uh, on TikTok as well, at ClashPod, and if you're in the business for a little extra Clash of the Visual Variety, completely free of charge, why not subscribe to our Clash of the Titles YouTube channel? Uh, So congrats to one of the 237 Garys who listened to the show, but well done to this week's winner with the first correct guess. And guys, got a predicament here.
2: Right.
1: So I'm going to need your help. Tim Wilkins got it right with First Blood versus Rambo First Blood Part 2. However, just beating him was regu- regular listener Robert Farley. Well, let me read you his tweet and you tell me who the winner is, Tim or Robert. Robert writes, The Deer Hunter versus Platoon, unless Gremlins Excuse 2 me. didn't count as covering First Blood versus Rambo First Blood Part 2. Oh, that doesn't sound right to me.
2: No. <laughs> what?
1: So he, he's, he's suggesting that Gremlins 2. Yeah. Is us covering oh. Rambo First Blood versus Rambo First Blood part two.
2: Okay.
1: And it came in earlier, but he's sort of gone for the deer. So it's kind of two guesses in one. I'm
2: thinking it's wrong. You
1: don't care, do you?
2: I care a bit. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. I like this bit. Good. It's a good bit. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's good. We should keep this. <laughs> we, should keep we should keep this. this. Fine. Uh, You're both winners based on that internal review. We've got our first double winner because no one can make a decision. Right. We're not doing the connection section this week. So on Thursday, I'll be witnessing Rambo versus the Vietnamese, the Russians and the Americans. So today, Chris has it easy as Rambo is only versing some local cops. Chris takes on a journey.
3: First Blood is a Frankenstein story about creator Sam Troutman and the monster he makes, John Rambo. That monster just wants some lunch. But a man who represents Middle America doesn't want anything to do with this drifter Vietnam vet. So Rambo gives him a war he won't believe. What follows is essentially a slasher movie in the woods, only with no kills. Well, they say Rambo doesn't kill anyone, and people write that Rambo doesn't kill anyone, and it's generally accepted that Rambo doesn't kill anyone, but he really does, I think. Anyway, to be discussed, it all ends with John blowing up the town and the film bottling it by letting him live. For your podcasting pleasure, First Blood. So when did you first see this, Vicky?
2: Uh, last week. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I, I've seen the other one, and I kind of thought that was it, to be honest.
3: As in that was the only Rambo movie? You, you, you thought that yeah. part two was the only Rambo movie? Yeah,
2: I did. they in the title. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> I did think that. I thought it was just called Rambo. Uh, and then I realised maybe later on in life it was called Rambo 2, but never bothered to check why that would be. Right. So nice surprise Some for me. Some sort of
1: legal reason, maybe. <laughs> Just
2: yeah. for japes. Yeah. Yeah, so I've never... I mean, do you know what? Like, I know it's a thing, latterly, but I'd never seen it before.
1: Yeah, as I said, it's my first watch. Um, but I've got a good reason why it's my first watch, because I know it's a, it's something of a classic, but I, eight years old, at my friend James Jolly's house, watched Rambo 3, on Laserdisc, and even aged eight, I knew how shit that film was. And so that put me off ever seeing any other Rambo movie. So this was a first watch. Mm.
3: Uh not a first watch for me. But weirdly, I did watch this after part two. Right. <laughs> I watched part two when I was a kid. I'll tell that story on Thursday. I watched this when I was a bit older, so I was a bit it was a bit of a shock to the system. Um, that it wasn't ninety minutes of shite. <laughs> it, there was actually something going on here. It was I'm an actual glad film. You said that.
2: That's just relaxed me a little bit. <laughs> it was an actual film. I was film. so when I saw oh, these don't on the list, go I, was, early, no, no, Jesus. No, but I was just so I was like, oh, I, I was like, I hate that film, and therefore by extension, I'm going to hate the other one, and that's not true.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fascinating oh, that's, movie.
3: That's, that's two votes done for the verdict, looking forward to Thursday. Yeah, a, it was a fascinating movie. <laughs> and, I was like, so, and that's why, you know, we don't often do a, a, a first and second film in a franchise, but we do when they're sort of, they're quite different. They yeah. oppose each other, like, Very you know, different. like um, Terminator, Terminator 2 or something. And yeah, in this one, it's mad, mm. the contrast between these movies. And yeah. I think it's going to be so much fun to talk about. Let's do it. This film is based on a book by David morell that was published in 1972. And because I knew we'd get to it on this show, I read it a couple of years ago now. We got there there in the end. We took our time. Um, So he was a teacher at this time and his students were just back from Vietnam and they were struggling to take him seriously as an authority figure after what they had experienced. Um, He got talking to some of the students after class, trying to understand what was going on in their heads. And he said they couldn't sleep. They hated loud noises. They were having nightmares, insomnia, depression difficulty in relationships, and I guess it's what we would now term PTSD. Yes. Um, and so in the introduction of the book, he also says, uh, in 1968, the main two stories on the television news were Vietnam and the hundreds of riots that broke out in American cities after the assassinations of Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy. I got to thinking that the images of the war and the images of the riots weren't that much different. Eventually, I decided to write a novel about a returning Vietnam veteran who brings the war to the United States. Oh, that's good, isn't it? It's really,
2: really good. It's
3: so smart. And the book is great. Um, It's quite different to the film in one very specific way because um, it's got two points of view throughout the book. You cut between, from chapter to chapter, uh, Rambo and Teasel. So you really get in Teasel's headspace as well. And it it presents this completely opposite side of the story. So Rambo's the Vietnam vet, the Green Beret, the former POW Medal of Honor recipient. And... um, he, he sort of represented those disaffected by the war. And then Teasel was the establishment Korean War hero, recipient of the Distinguished Serv- Service Cross, Eisenhower Republican, chief of police. And so they're haunted by different sets of war memories, but equally as controlled by them. Mm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, and you alternate between each person's anger. You can identify with each of their motivations. So... We lose a little bit of that in the film, although I still think Teasel's an interesting villain.
1: He's interesting. I, I, I might be wrong, but he's
3: more sympathetic in the book because you get in his headspace, right? Exactly, 100%. And, and Rambo's less sympathetic in the book, I would say. Mm. He's much more driven by anger than the fact that he's been provoked right. and forced into a corner, essentially, in the film. In the book, he's come back from war with a, sh- a lot of rage inside of him. Mm. Um, so, yeah, in the book, you don't know who to cheer for. In the film, you obviously do. Um, And he said they represent the two sides of American culture as I saw it in the 1960s. Um, Do you know where the name comes from?
2: John Rambo's name? Yep. No.
3: His wife came home with some Rambo apples, which were big in America in the 60s. Right. And he was like, that's it.
2: What a weird name for an apple. (laughs) That'll do.
3: (laughs) That'll do. Weird, eh? That is... I I kind of
1: wish I'd known that before I watched the movie. It would be weird. Go It's like it's a bit like the end of you know
3: Indiana Jones when he goes. We named the dog Junior. (laughs) It's like he's named after an apple. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite cute. It made me think. I remember when I was doing an exam for secondary school. And you had to do a creative writing essay as part of the exam. And I wrote some story about a detective. Yes. And I couldn't think of a name for the detective. Right. Mm. And so I just left a gap for the name all the way through. Right. Madness itself. And then, then, you know, time was ticking down and I had to come up with something. So I sort of panicked and just wrote a name. John Clock.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I
3: I guess at 10, I didn't realise that there are many people call clock in the world I don't
2: know any <laughs>
3: that's amazing I thought that was going to go a different way I thought your English it's teacher really was going funny. to say going to
1: say that is so clever I've never seen someone just leave a blank
2: yeah that's what I leave thought leave a blank for because a character's then it's for name for me to fill it because in and I, I bring yeah. all of my prejudices exactly. to
1: that I'm, I'm interpreting this person yeah, through my own because letters. they are
3: a blank a plus I will, I will say John clock got me into that school so <laughs> Make of that what you will. John Clock. Naming characters is hard. It's, it discovered. is hard. Um, <laughs> is it not as hard as you've made it. No, I was 10. <laughs> uh, so, a film studio bought the movie rights before it was published um, because it was a big hit. It was translated into 26 languages. Uh, the head of Warner Brothers wanted a director called Ted Kotchoff to direct it. He worked on it for three months, but then the studio dropped it because. They felt it was too close to the Vietnam War to make a story like this. And they didn't think audience would want to watch it, um, that it was wrong for, you know, the optimistic 80s. Although I guess this would have been the 70s where this was being yeah. developed. Yeah. Um, Carol Coe felt differently, though. <laughs> um, they'd been handling foreign sales for movies up until this point and they wanted to make movies. And it was Ted Kochoff that told them about First Blood and they were in and in big time and this changed the direction of action in the 80s not just the success of this film but obviously Carol Coe made 10 of Alex's favourite 10 movies Mm. (laughs) effectively they are gods to me (laughs) Uh, so they sent it to Sylvester Stallone and within 24 hours he agreed but then he started getting doubts because it was a jinxed project um It was the most optioned script in Hollywood up to that point, someone claims. But there there were 26 different scripts for this movie floating around, which obviously isn't a good sign. Uh, but it's, they can it's funny how much it increases from that
1: very first purchase as well now obviously there's the inflation corner which we don't have to do right now sure. we'll save that for a different day but by the time I think Warner's initially paid something like 125 thousand dollars for the very first option by the time Carol are buying it which is only like maybe five years later it's escalated to 375 thousand dollars
3: David morell did all right out of this didn't yes. he um they got Stallone involved by convincing him uh that he could sort of rewrite the script if he wanted and so over the course of these everyone
2: else has yeah have a go (laughs) have a go
3: I mean he doesn't he he has the Oscar he knows what he's doing Uh, so the film switches location from Kentucky to the Pacific Northwest Um, it removes a lot of Teasel's backstory it makes Rambo victim rather than somebody's pissed off about what happened to him in Vietnam Stallone wanted um, Rambo to have no dialogue Wow, okay. which, I mean, it's a great idea, mm. uh, but they realised that gimmick. It was a, it was that, a gimmick, and it wouldn't work. But it's why we've got is such minimal, uh, his dialogue, which is great for the character until he opens up at the end.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's that great movie going around at the moment, Brian Duffield's new movie, No One Will Save You, which has a similar gimmick. It works in that yeah. because she is very much on her own. But it's that moment where the minute it takes you out of the movie where someone's not speaking, it's great up until the point where you go, it's abnormal for that person to not, not speak, speak in that moment.
3: Does he speak in the film we both love this year, Sisu?
1: Yeah, at the very end. Though. At the very yeah, no, he has a line at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: It works there though.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, but well, he, this is. Are they going
3: to? Yeah, they're pulling this off. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, he's where. Oh yeah, at the, oh, yeah, at the end. Yeah. We, we will do that. It's. I mean, and to end on a joke as well. Love it. Um, So, yes, Stallone didn't want him to be a crazy murderer, turned him into a lost soul who becomes a victim of circumstance. Uh, At this point, they brought on someone who was as big as Sylvester Stallone in the foreign markets at this time, according to Carol Coe, and that is Kirk motherfucking Douglas. Uh, He liked the script. He didn't have script approval, but when he arrived on set, he demanded a lot of changes. Uh, He insisted that Rambo dies at the end. Uh, This was the big issue. Uh, Stallone refused. Uh, and Stallone, it's an interesting his point of view. He says it sends out the wrong message to Vietnam vets that your only solution is death. Mm-hmm. So um, he refused. Uh, he said, I've made the character an irredeemable, an irredeemable character in the book, redeemable in this film. Um, and he also said, remember Rocky, you can't kill Rocky, you can't kill Rambo.
2: Okay. That's weird. Makes no sense.
3: <laughs> yep, that's, that's <laughs> remember
2: Rocky, who's me. Mm. You can't kill him because he's <laughs> me, so therefore... OK, uh,
3: so they gave Kirk Douglas an ultimatum, you know, either either keep going here or um, or leave. And he drove to the airport and flew home. <laughs> um, Sly says he saw him years later and Kirk still believes it wouldn't have been. It would have been better artistically if they had gone in his direction, but also admitted it would have cost them a billion dollars. So they were <laughs> yeah. probably right.
1: It's uh, he's not alone in that, though. A lot of people at the time, a lot of reviews at the time felt that the it fluffs the ending.
3: Well, we, there's, there's multiple endings yeah. we can talk about when we get there because there's the book ending, there's the original ending that they shot, and then there's the ending that they ended up with. Um, Which is still not quite right, but I can't wait to discuss that. So Richard Krenner, um was brought in at the very, very, very last minute. Um, uh, and, and yeah, this is a thing where they were basically feeding him lines off the side of the set because he didn't have time to learn all these big speeches. Oh,
1: my God, that's so fascinating because one of my things in Surprisingly in both these movies, so maybe it doesn't work, but certainly in this one, I love the fact that you don't know whether Troutman is good or covering his own ass. Like you have no idea. And I thought, what a performance. I bet he just didn't have a fucking clue what, what the be. motivation <laughs> behind each line <laughs> was. And he was just winging it. And it creates this
3: really ambiguous character. He does feel like he's, he's walked in from a different movie at some points. Mm. It's quite um, performative, his performance, where I, a lot of a lot of Rambo's internalised, I think Teasel's yeah. very believable, and then this guy is like, "Is this guy on the level?" <laughs> this car- is this a cartoon character. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll talk about the the the, the test screenings um, when we talk about the ending. But there was a distributor screening that basically went through the roof, and for the first time, Carol, uh, Carol Co. as a studio did something that hadn't been done before. They separated foreign sales and theatrical sales and video sales. And it made them so much money. Which they then used on Cutthroat Island years (laughs) later. Well, Rambo 3 was the most expensive film ever made. Was it really? Yeah, at that time. Jesus Christ, (laughs) that movie's awful. (laughs) You can see why, though, because Rambo did well, and then Rambo 2 was Mm. like, you know, top three movies of the year. Yeah. It wasn't his
1: fault anyway. Bloody peace.
3: (laughs) Bloody end of the Cold War. <laughs> what a joke. Ruin that movie. Um, fun fact about this movie, it's a metaphor of the long-term effects of Vietnam on America, written by a Canadian, directed by a Canadian, and shot in Canada.
2: <laughs> That's the best way to do it.
3: <laughs> right, should we do the movie?
2: Yeah. Yes.
3: All right, let's kick off with The Arrival, and we've got John Rambo walking as the credits are rolling. There's a smile on his face while he's watching kids play in the beautiful wilderness. So idyllic. So idyllic. The sun bouncing off the lake. The music really helps here, I the think. Music
2: amazing. It, make,
3: it was making me think of, of Incredible Hulk um, opening uh, <laughs> stuff. Uh, uh, do we know who the music's by in this film?
2: Jerry, Jerry Goldsmith. Goldsmith.
3: Okay. We are up to 19. I Jerry Goldsmith. Be,
2: yeah. Hi. Yeah. I'm going to do
3: the list. Chinatown, The Omen, Alien, Outland, Gremlins, Explorers, Legend, Inner Space, The Burbs, Total Recall, Gremlins 2, Sleeping With The Enemy, Basic Instinct, The Shadow, Congo, Air Force One, LA Confidential, Rambo, Rambo 2. Wow. And there's about 15 more that we are going to do. great. Outland in that list too. (laughs) Glad that got a mention. Glad that episode got a mention. uh, All of our favourites. The Burbs. The Burbs for Vicky. Outland for Alex. (laughs) Um, What have I got on there? Uh, Probably something good. (laughs) Not really. I've got Congo. Right. Um, No, then. uh, So he's looking for Delmar Barry, who served on the same team as him in Vietnam. And... (gasps) tragically died last summer of cancer this bit
1: this bit where he's going through his pockets looking for the photo Mm -hmm. for his mum and he's like you know, all, all this junk in my pockets. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this guy already. That, like, I just, I was taken aback mm. by how much, much he's like Rocky.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, well, we'll come to that at the
1: end. But yeah,
3: absolutely. But it's, it's just little things here. We talk about how big he is, he doesn't fit in the photo. And then she's saying how tiny he was when he died. Yeah. It's just, it's tragic. And for someone who'd watched... Rambo 2 before this, this was quite a surprise, a surprise. that we were kicking off <laughs> yeah. with this moment of real tragedy, all that orange stuff they spread around. Um, it's a heavy beginning. Uh, and then we meet Chef uh, Teasel, uh, played by the great Brian Dennehy, uh, just moving, moseying around town saying hi to everyone. He knows everyone. He knows everyone. He's a friendly guy. <laughs> well, there's a moment, the
1: minute, I mean, granted I knew what the movie was about, but oh, just the acting. Brian Dennehy, when he walks out of that police station and sort of surveys his kingdom yeah. and puts his hat on, you, without mm. saying a word, you know exactly who that is. That is a man who is so self-satisfied and so self-important and genuinely is like, this
3: is me. This is mine. I'm the big dog yeah. in town. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And the movie that, you know, this was a job in actor. This turned him into a movie star. He got his own franchise off the back of this. What? FX. You ever oh, see FX, Murder yeah, by Illusion? Yeah, they made two yeah, of them. It made so much money. Um, so he, asked, he he spots Rambo. Asks I if he's... thought you meant a Teasel franchise. I was like, what?
2: I did too. <laughs> <Okay>. Oh, <laughs> I'd have a Teasel franchise. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't know, yeah. Um, I asked, asked Rambo if he's visiting someone. He's not happy with his appearance or his clothes. Offers to take him in the right direction.
2: So, help me out. So, the film now... It, when was it? 1982 it came out. So I didn't... Where is the film in its own time period in timeline, though? Because... I thought he'd. I thought he knew that he was a war vet, and he didn't like war vets. And I was like, "Is he anti-war? Is he?" Because then later on, when he finds out he, that he's a decorated soldier, he seems really surprised. So I understand that he doesn't like vagrants, but I thought that the way that was I was say Rocky Rambo is dressed <laughs> is like you're. You are a no. war vet. Is he just? What he is thinks, that? He, he
1: thinks he's a drifter. Okay. He absolutely does not think he's a war. Even vet. though
2: he's got the flag on his j- jacket.
1: Yeah, no.
3: It's that maybe he's being ironic. Maybe he's a hippie being ironic.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, fine. You know Thank what I mean? You. Yeah, yeah, I do know you.
3: So he doesn't want him eating there. Uh, there's a diner 30 miles up the highway. Why are you pushing me, Rambo asks. Yeah. We don't want guys like you in this town. Uh, drops him off, tells him to get a haircut and a bath, and as he drives away, Rambo turns right around and yeah. walks back in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he gets arrested. Teasel puts uh, puts hand on his gun, threatens to kill him, mm. finds his big hunting knife. <laughs> what do you hunt with that? everything <laughs> uh, This that's going to get you arrested <laughs> what do you hunt what do you hunt with a knife like that name it right okay, okay. Just, just saying uh, I like mine
2: but also I just because I'm so crap with like positioning weaponry in North America you'd be like well you're in the wild so are you not allowed a knife like that a bit like he clearly, probably
3: is, but he's not. He's just using an excuse to stop him. Isn't yeah, because okay. he says, "Oh,
2: you've been arrested for having a concealed weapon." So my brain was like, "If he was walking around with it out, would well, it be all clearly right? not
1: in in hope, gateway to holiday?" Because <laughs> uh, he does then book him for having a concealed weapon. Yeah. So I just thought maybe he was allowed it. But. Why don't we have signs? Do we have signs like that in the UK? Like Welcome gateway to, to some? Hope. No, like like a, we have signs welcoming you to somewhere. We but do. does, does it ever say like something like? Gateway to holiday. Though. No, it
2: just says twinned with small town in Germany. you have never heard of. Yeah, always.
1: Yeah, Highgate's got one. It's a uh, welcome to Highgate gated we don't community.
2: Pay tax. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Turn around. <laughs> Home
3: of Christopher Nolan. <laughs> and
2: we go to the same watchers or something.
3: <laughs> I'm not biting. <laughs> They're in uh, he's in prison. They asked for his name. He flashbacks to being imprisoned in a hole in Vietnam. They strangle him. They flash back to him being strung up in Vietnam. They shave him. He flashbacks to being cut up in Vietnam. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So he snaps. He's he a Oh my god. Art Gult. A, a little bit of a problem. I don't like the fact.
1: Just. If he's got two names, pick one for the movie. Yes,
2: well, Will. They're going, Will, it's like Teasel. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I, I hate films that just don't settle on yes. one name. <laughs> Surname, first name. Art is like something Art, in inverted commas, Galt. And people go, Art, Galt, <laughs> which also sound the same. I like must have gone back six times going, what the fuck is
2: his I name? No, no. and then someone's called Ward. I was like, is that short for Warden? Or is that <laughs> your name?
1: But him, Art Galt. Yes. Oh, I love him. He's such a...
2: Oh, yeah, he's a bad one. Oh.
3: <laughs> Again, these cops are awful. Yes. Yeah, but the David Caruso cop, yeah. he's the one who's sort of... Mitch. Yeah. yeah, he's sort of... He's almost on the side of right. Yeah, yeah. He's questioning what they're because, doing. Because and...
1: he's a younger guy as well, so yeah. he's sort of a little more accepting. These old guys have got... They're ingrained in their sort of
3: Republican, conservative, this yeah. is how it works ways. And he sees the size of Rambo and the scars on him and he does question, should we be messing with this man?
1: Yeah, he's the one later who went, who goes, there were like six of us and he went right through us like we weren't there. Mm. Uh, so Rambo snaps and escapes. He takes them all out. Did you love this moment? This I, I, I very rarely physically pump my fist in the air, but when he starts kicking their asses, yeah. I was just like, Yes. Punching,
3: kicking. Go on, my son. Pushes like, someone out of the first floor someone, window.
2: Yeah, now does he know it's... I've got confused with the geography. He pushes someone out of a window. He so definitely uh, knows
3: it's the first floor because he will have gone up some stairs. Right,
2: so he doesn't think... Because I know that this idea that he doesn't kill anyone... Or the second pushes, floor,
3: if you're an, if for our American listeners.
2: Of course. But I thought, oh, you you might have killed someone there. Like, might you have, just,
1: just back from the States, so... Uh, sure, yeah. sorry.
2: Just taking sorry.
3: it we met a lot of fans.
2: <laughs> you didn't, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Are you being serious? (laughs) Really? Really? That's really nice.
3: Yeah, uh, today's quiz was given to us by one of our listeners. Really? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I find it just so titillating. (laughs) Should have come. Should have come. I wasn't invited, but okay, thank you. Titillating. Yeah. Okay. What do you not think is a word?
3: No, I think it's definitely a word.
2: I do find it. What? What's wrong with it? What's it got tit in it? What? go on look it up and see that I'm right on, it's alright take time
3: no I know it's a word I just I, I'm not sure it means what you think it means I think it, okay. it so you get turned on you get turned it on it
2: doesn't always mean that
3: arousing mild sexual excitement or interest I keep going that's it <laughs>
2: that's literally it are you being serious yes what that's dictionary what, is that have I gone really red fucking Google <laughs> you've gone the neck red that's, that's well, why because I'm just thinking of Oh my God. Just give me a minute. You
3: don't tell the kids that they're titillating you, do they? Do
2: you? This is my nightmare. This is a nightmare.
3: Being wrong. <laughs> I
2: that don't shit. mind being wrong. I mind being wrong about this with you. Oh God. Uh, all okay, right.
3: we done. Right, oh.
2: just I would just like to issue an apology to everyone I've said that word to. Yeah. I thought it meant lightly amused.
3: I like uh, you, you find it titillating yeah. that Alex and I met fans. I like it's a fantasy. Yeah. Do You know
2: what? Many a true words, jest, Chris, if you will.
3: Ooh, Bloody Nikki, hell. clip that socials.
1: <laughs> See how. see how red you're going to have to add a filter bring her back
3: down
2: What, well, is it spread to my face?
1: No,
3: it's all right. It's just under <laughs> I can't the chin. Believe, I can't believe you thought I thought titillating wasn't a word when what I really thought was, I don't think you know what that word means.
2: <laughs> I am, so we're learning a lot about each other right now. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of fun.
0: A lot of fun.
3: Um, should we go back to the film? Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, he, he grabs a knife somehow. He gets his knife back, because I'm pretty sure they were locking that up. Uh, he forces someone off a motorbike and he's away. We've got the car versus bike chase through the streets into the wilderness. Alex, you're our resident action aficionado. Do you like this sequence? It's a good chase. It's a really good chase. <laughs> isn't it? It's a good chase. It's, it doesn't go on for two hours. Nope, it's just bish bash bosh, in and out. It yep. looks real. It looks believable. Good and it's stuff. exciting. Love it. Uh, he turns some tarpaulin into a uh, top, uh, as our fashion expert, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Practical. The... Great use yeah. of tarpaulin. Yeah. Why not? wearing
3: a lovely blouse today. <clears throat> Thank you. Mm. Um, and he climbs up a waterfall. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, and then the hunt is on. But we're going to take a quick break.
0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: And we're back, uh, and Rambo is being hunted by Teasel, by his cops, by some dogs, by a chopper. Uh, the cops start enjoying it. It's like an adventure for them. Apart from Dave Caruso, he's having doubts. Uh, Rambo just keeps climbing and he reaches a cliff edge and he climbs down as the chopper arrives and shoots at him. Who's shooting, Alex? Gart, Galt. <laughs> one name, please. Just one name. Galt. <laughs> uh, Galt. No, let's go with Galt. I'll go with Galt. Yeah. Galt. Um, so Rambo's stuck. On the side of the cliff. They don't need to shoot him here. The chopper's in a thermodraft... Wherever that is, but it's dangerous. Uh, But Art Galt is determined (laughs) to get him, Chris. I haven't got a problem with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Rambo jumps onto a tree, hitting every branch on the way down. Uh, This is where Stallone broke his ribs, uh, trying to perform some of this stunt. You would. Um, He's at the bottom of the gorge now, but the cops keep firing. Uh, Galt does. And it's a great shot where the the camera and the helicopter fly over the side of the tree. I Mm. don't know how they shot that. Uh, Rambo throws a rock at the chopper here which unbalances it and Galt falls to his death. Is this a murder?
1: I don't think so. Ooh, oh
3: question. God! Wait, wait. We know. We know my understanding of the law
1: <laughs> is threadbare at best. So? Oh, oh, god
3: he was on his seven bullshit while we we're in Austin asking people, <laughs> "What do you think? What do you think? What
1: was the?" Consensus? It was always my
3: cue to go to the toilet. The consensus. The, the I consensus think consensus was, was I was right. No, it was. It was two votes for me and you, and one vote for him. Okay, perfect. No, so it's still not unanimous. Yeah, not a blanket. Not kind unanimous. Of, yeah, fair enough. Some yeah. people are stupid. <laughs> We've established that. It was very nice to meet you, Mike. <laughs> Jesus Thanks Christ, for Chris. <laughs> um, yeah I mean he throw you throw rock at Chopper yes which causes man to fall out
2: but man was shooting at you no no
3: I'm th- not talking no we're not getting into that <laughs> oh, okay. has he killed him
2: no the fall has killed him so it's manslaughter mm. I think right
3: it feels like it's manslaughter to me yeah all I know which is, is... Which means Rambo's killed a
1: man. Definitely. In my movie brain, I was surprised. I thought Art Galt would be around to the end. I thought he was going to be one of the last to be killed because of the way he'd been behaving. So it was a pleasant shock to see him go first. It mm. sort of answered that question. And also he fucking
3: deserved it. All oh, deserve bets off. Uh, the director, Ted Kochoff, says uh, he was killed because of his own stupidity, taking off his safety belt. Right. Well, mm. oh, like that. I hadn't clocked that. Oh, yeah. Um, Rambo takes his coat and gun, uh, sews himself up in something that became kind of a staple of the '80s. Was <laughs> yeah. action men doing just doing some doing bit- oper- playing operation on their own bodies? <laughs> yeah. Um, Rambo says there's one man dead it's not my fault I don't want any more hurt I didn't do anything I'm it able- is
2: quite sweet that he he's quite childlike because he's like if I just a bit like tell- Rocky yeah, <laughs> just so much like Rocky like when you see that that scene of going up and going I'm not, I haven't done anything it's like, it can sometimes be a trick like oh look if you look at me doing this you don't notice the thing over there which mm. I've rigged whatever but he's actually saying can we just stop and it's quite sweet it's naïve like yeah. if we just stop and everything will be fine I thought that was very touching it makes him seem quite uh immature but in a nice way innocent like, innocent because he's you. sort of
1: saying you know i want to stop because this will escalate but i also want to stop for my own mental health
3: because mm. i know what i'm going to become if yeah. you keep yeah, yeah. pushing me him saying i don't want any more hurt is him saying i don't want to kill you all yes <laughs> um but they don't care so they fire at him uh they get his info here vietnam vet green beret war hero congressional med of honor yep. he's yep. one man those green berets they're real badasses yeah Teasel Uh, says he's going to get that Medal of Honour and (laughs)
2: pin it to his liver.
1: Yeah, to to John's
3: liver. It's descriptive, isn't it? It's
2: just unusual. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really like it.
3: So now we're in the hunting section of the film. Rambo's crafting weapons out of wood. Um, He shoots the gog. The dog guy in a leg. So they're panicking now that dogs he's got a gun. Die, dogs die. Did, but and then, I,
2: would, I didn't know. Do they die? I think
1: they die. I think it's, it's certainly implied. But they do it in a very good way where it's sort of almost necessary screen, for the yeah. story and it's off screen. They don't glow and it's not meant to create some sort of emotional response by using a
3: dog's death to make you go, oh, yeah. so yeah, good, fine, okay. fine with it. Okay, you've spotted my next section. Right, they <laughs> say... They now realise we ain't hunting him, he's hunting us. Uh, he's dressed like a bush now. <laughs> and he appears from behind a tree and stabs David Caruso in the leg. Yeah. He drops on another from a tree and punches him in the back. Uh, he's got them shooting at each other. He traps and stabs another guy's leg. Another tied to the tree by his neck. He captures. We capture this sense of confusion that you would feel if Rambo's killing you from all sides. But the
2: thing is, I know, again, he's not supposed to kill anyone. He's jerry-rigged, <laughs> booby-trapped, whatever the woods, he's very lucky that someone doesn't die. It's like, if you're going to garrot someone and tie them to a tree, how do you know they won't die? You've been trained he's to kill. Expert. He
3: knows what he's doing. Do you yeah. think so? Yeah, like, he I knows, the, just almost he knows the exact amount of pressure to apply. To not yeah. kill you. And also the
1: height he built, the spring-loaded spikes. He knew oh. that they weren't going to go into the chest or the neck. They are just going to go into the little leg yeah, but area. But Nick's
2: an artery? Dead in minutes. Yeah,
1: I guess so. Well, I know you're, you saying, know. you're saying there's a chance he might have not known...
2: I am saying that, right. yeah. I'm saying it's uh, casual at best with um, first aid.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they shouldn't be in the woods with him because in town they're the law. That doesn't but out, in here, corner, does it? out here, <laughs> out here, if they don't let him go, he's going to give them a war they won't believe. That's right. You've got to do the accent because I was going to do it. So, da, 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 in town, you're the law. Out here with me. <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> I gave it a shot, though.
3: More you than did. either of you did. Do you
2: know what? Respect. Thanks. Because it was embarrassing, but you still... Yep.
0: <laughs> you still it. For Whoa, it. Whoa.
3: He's saying all this while his knife is to Teasel's neck, and he says his last words are, let it go, let it go. I wish he'd sung those words. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact... Do you know what? In this moment, the fact that Teasel
1: cries, <clears throat> it, I, think is, like, I think he hates himself for crying, which is part of his motivation to take it to the next level Ooh, okay. because of the self-loathing. You know, he's like yeah. a big dog in town. Rambo's yeah. made him cry and he's like, yeah. I'm so fucking
2: angry now. No, yeah, well, there's it's an, lot an of exercise pr- in doubling down, isn't it? Like, mm. you should just walk away. Yeah. Let it go. There's a, there's
3: a lot of pride involved uh, with this uh, villain. So we've got some escalation now because the state troopers arrive. It's uh, a fucking war zone. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: they've set up an actual war room. There's like 200 people it's mad uh,
3: you've got paramedics you've got the press uh, the news say that uh, only the cops skilled training saved their lives I love that bit. <laughs> very good isn't yeah, it yeah
2: that's really good fake
3: fucking news yep. uh, and now we've got the arrival of Colonel Trautman uh, <laughs> it sort of notches it up a, 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 it yeah. dials it up a notch here when Colonel Trautman arrives thank you Alex <laughs> Um, titillating <laughs> I bet
2: it was for you <laughs> um, I'm
3: mortified Teasel says uh, whatever possessed God in heaven to make a man like John oh. Rambo not a line a normal person would say <laughs> not a line anyone would if say if might be
2: feeding someone <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> but it enables Troutman
3: to say God didn't make Rambo <laughs> I made him he
2: just must have imagined the character thinking oh I can't believe he said that that's brilliant because now I get to say <laughs> I've been waiting my entire <laughs> life <laughs> to no say no one
3: that. ever asks <laughs> uh, he recruited him he trained him he commanded him Um, I didn't come here to rescue Rambo from you. I came here to rescue you from him. We get variations of (laughs) that line all the way through. We just had one of those. Yeah. Um, He tells me you're lucky to be breathing and then he gets his big speech. You don't seem to want to accept the fact you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare with a man who's the best, with guns, with knives, with his bare hands, a man who's been trained to ignore pain, ignore weather, to live off the land, to eat things that would make a billy goat puke. In (laughs) Vietnam, his job was to dispose of enemy personnel to kill, period. Win by attrition. Rambo was the best. So that speech does what John Wick does in one word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the O speech from yeah. one of John Wick. <laughs> and it's brilliant. And I've, I always say, you know, I've said it before on these episodes. I love those scenes where someone says how skilled the villain, this oh, hero, yeah. is to, to build good. him up in your brain.
2: It's the taking th- thing for me. It's the same thing. Liam Neeson telling you how good he is, and he will find you. There's just I love a, that.
3: there's just a lot of these in this film. Chapman yeah. yeah. only speaks <laughs> yeah. in speeches about how he good Rambo is. So he's
2: like, t- kill two hundred people. Yeah, we got it.
3: No, um, if if you send two hundred men, you need a good supply of body bags. <laughs> is the line? Um, we see Rambo killing a pig.
2: I wondered about this. How do we feel about this? Because he can only eat a certain amount of meat to fill up his tummy and then he's going to have to move on and he can—he hasn't got any salt to preserve it. So what he's done is he's killed a whole hog for one meal and it was driving me insane with stress. Like, what do you do? You can't bury it because you're not going to come back. So you've killed a whole pig. Don't what's it, what's
3: your problem with this? I don't know that it's seems, on his mind. He's it's just seems wasteful. he's been chased. It by seems the... There's not a menu. He can't take <laughs> and have something smaller.
2: But, yeah, but I wondered if he might not settle for a small handful of nuts and berries, perhaps, that he could have foraged from the forest floor. But he said he's slaughtered. Have a you whole seen the
3: have you seen the size of the man? <laughs> do you nuts you and, eat? Yeah, a nuts lot of and pigs. berries. Nuts and berries. <laughs> Vicky, we've established that he was in town for lunch. He still hasn't got <laughs> That's that so lunch
2: fucking starving <laughs> that is such a good point I'm so sorry I just thought God would you feel guilty about the waste yeah of the meat again
1: I don't I, you it's know a, how very God do you know
2: what I'm an idiot he's cooking it isn't he over he makes a little fire mm. so he's just going to cook loads of it like, that will keep for maybe a day without yeah. being poisonous sure fine alright hog roast later yeah. got it that's just uh, me. it's that's
3: that's an interesting concern
2: I don't like waste. Can we get no, back to the, yeah. the actual
3: film? <laughs> yes. No. Uh, so they radio him while he's eating. Talk to me, Johnny. Um, and, and Rambo says the title of the film. Yeah. Uh, all I wanted was something to eat. They drew first blood, not me. Oh, oh that was titillating, <laughs> him say <saying> that. <laughs> uh, so we've now got Rambo versus the Sort of Army because uh, they've got a reading on him now. And in the morning, they send in the National Guard. Oh, Do you know how I only understand why these guys are so rubbish.
2: Because of Southern Cause Comfort. Because of Southern Comfort. Yeah, me too. Ah, excellent. So you've taught us something. Yeah, you really yeah, have. Because I, be- I was like, what is this? We can worry. Well, I didn't really. A- it
1: was the, the movie did rather than me. Walter Hill, Walter Hill <laughs> did. bit. you held our hand when we
3: said, we don't want to watch. We don't do- want to watch that. I've <laughs> <laughs> never heard of that. That's true. That's true. So, uh, yeah. yeah, these guys are basically Gareth from The Office. <laughs> right. The, um... Sorry, apologies to any TA uh, listeners out there. But um, they fire at him uh, while he's standing by a mine and they're out of bullets. Uh, he fires at them. They're all too scared to fire back at him, basically, what happens here. As one of them says, I do this part-time. I didn't come here to get killed. Um, weekend Warriors being portrayed as idiots, uh, but they do have a rocket launcher. They
2: do. <laughs> which is helpful in these situations. Should they have one? Unclear, but they do have one. <laughs> uh,
3: they blow up the mine. And then they're taking photos like Iwo Jima I think that's a very effective little moment to, to just sort of show what idiots they are and not really understanding what war is. And uh, well now we've got the calm before the storm. Rambo's moving through the tunnels with a flaming torch. And it's getting smaller it Gets more cramped and, narrow. and, it's and narrower
1: Oh, I, I, I will never do it again. School residential,
3: potholing. Ugh, oh, no, 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 no. Um, and rats. There's rats on him. And he, he la- doesn't
2: like rats. David
3: Morell. wrote this. Yeah, he I was like, rats. this is. I think they should lose this bit. because yeah, he's, he's like,
2: meant to be impervious to exactly, pain he's and like, fear. Like, and he's
3: like, rats! It's killed everyone in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah, rats, he's, he's like... Going, get them mmm. And uh, David Morrell reckons they're white uh, lab rats dyed brown. Okay. To, what? Because they're more know, compliant. I suppose. I don't know. I suppose so. Uh, less <laughs> less less like rats. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're actually mice.
0: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> oh god, Tango and Cash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just
0: unbelievable.
3: <laughs> and for more on that, listen to the Tango and Cash episode. All the other day when we talked about it again. Yeah. (laughs) On our kindergarten cop. Um, Teasel and Troutman are sitting in a bar having a drink.
2: It's weird that we come out of the action, isn't it? Yes. go for a drink. I find that very disconcerting.
1: Yeah, I
3: I guess. What's the point of this? I guess the point is to show that Troutman isn't leaving town. Yeah. Because he knows that his boy is not dead.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because it's a weird moment (sighs) because...
3: Sheriff Teasel is almost apologetic at this point. He sort of
1: making up on. Well, he he, he talks about
3: his pride is what made him want to kill Rambo. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then uh, Troutman's not that gracious in listening to that because he goes, (laughs) "Wait, no, she doesn't (laughs) killed him. You're a civilian. Go back to your house, your family, and your little flower garden."
2: Flower
3: garden. (laughs) And sort of the the politics are quite muddled in this film. But we'll get to them properly at the end. But Troutman here talks about they all got confused in Vietnam. Um, I'm not sure what he's saying there. Uh, but he does say that the orders were a when in doubt kill, and that's where Rambo's coming from.
2: Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah. Um, you're right there, Vicky? Yeah,
2: no, I thought he was kind of saying, I've done a lot of bad shit. Yes, too, I think he was. But I've turned out all right, sort of. Like. Uh, but Rambo like this I found it confusing actually. Like, yeah. He
1: ordered people to do the bad shit yeah. so, without having to see it.
2: Like when in doubt which why,
1: which he I killed everyone. Yeah, well this that's interesting because he'll have he'll have handed out the orders and, and but Rambo will have had to like carry them out and then that makes sense at the end when Rambo's giving the speech and Troutman's almost like experiencing
3: it for the first time.
2: Oh, that's so good. Do you know, yeah, when he's yeah. like
3: actually being affected. Didn't realise
2: how yeah. bad it was. Well, yeah. the
3: characters think that Rambo's the villain in this film, the majority of the characters. The audience thinks that Teaser is, but Troutman really is the villain of this film. Yes. He's created a monster and then not not supported him. He's just ignored him when Rambo's been trying to get in touch with him. He's back from war.
2: Yeah. Just let, mean, get
3: on with it. I've, I've brainwashed you. I've turned you into a killing machine go live your life. I
2: think the the wrinkle is, I love it because when, obviously everything escalates and when he's wrong, when Rambo is wronged at first and he's driven across the bridge, everyone's done that in their life where you know you're in trouble a little bit and you just think, oh, fuck it. I'll just do that one thing I shouldn't do, so, which could be shouting back at someone down the street, turning around on the bridge, doing whatever. But then you stop because you're scared of consequences and he doesn't stop. And so when he's like, they drew first blood, it's like, yeah, but if you're, if I'm supposed to feel really sorry for you, well, I feel really sorry for you because you're clearly a traumatized person who isn't fully in control of what they're doing. Am I supposed to feel like that, or does he? Yeah, know? yeah. Okay, fine. I think so. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. He's the victim. Of, he's actually he is the victim of circumstances, okay. especially as like you said yourself,
1: when he comes out and goes, "Can we stop now, please? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is this has gone too far
3: already."
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, so Rambo finds a ladder to the light. He gets on a National Guard truck and pushes the driver out in one of the big laughs in the movie. Uh, and now he's got a cache of weapons. Uh, so that was the calm for the storm. This is the storm. He's driving back into town through a blockade. Uh, day turns into night very fast in this sequence. <laughs> it, does. it does. We don't know how far town is, though. Let's give it the benefit of the doubt. But he did promise them war. Yeah. And and Teasel know, knows what's coming because he evacuates the streets and climbs onto his roof. <laughs> Uh, Rambo clocks Teasel's position, um, heads into the police station and shoots Teasel from below. And now we're sort of into the message portion of the movie. Um, Teasel says to finish him. um, Troutman stops him and and says, think about what you're doing. You've done enough damage. The mission is over. Uh, Nothing is over, says Rambo. Nothing. It wasn't my war. Uh, but then he start, He explains back here, there's nothing. And he starts ranting and raving. He tells this story about this exploding shoeshine box where his friend was all over him. Um, you get a sense of PTSD here because he's not really making a lot of sense. It's sort of a stream of consciousness. And he just seems utterly helpless. This this very manly man that we've just been watching take people out is suddenly crying in Troutman's arms and it's essentially a child crying in his dad's arms.
2: I just think it's really interesting that something I never thought of, like the traumatised soldier speech, obviously, you know, where something really bad happens that's quite gory, quite visceral, like you've seen that before and it was always really impactful. But when he says, there's nothing here for me and I used to be in charge of million dollar equipment and I thought that was really interesting because like now I'm being mistaken for a vagrant, I am a vagrant, but I used to be in charge, like uh, a sense of worth through the value of the equipment that you were allowed to use is really interesting. But also that kind of, invader idea that when his friend got blown up he's like no one would help and it's like of course no one would help you you're the enemy yeah. so that's what did you think you were, what was? What did you think was going to happen when someone got blown up did you think that the well, people in this village were going mm-hmm. to come to assistance that's indoctrination though
3: because yeah. he's been told yeah, yeah, he's exactly, brainwashed yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. brainwashed, yeah. 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 brainwashed. Um, so now we, we get onto these endings so the book ending um, this is how David Morrell describes it um, at the end of my novel Colonel Troutman kills Rambo with a shotgun It's an allegory. Troutman's first name is Sam. He's Uncle Sam. He's the system that created Rambo and the system destroys him. Simple, effective, works really well for the book. The original film ending, Troutman gives Rambo his gun. You created me, you trained me, now you kill me. Uh, He lifts the gun, but he can't kill the perfect soldier he's created. So Rambo reaches for the trigger and blows himself away. Okay. So it's sort of a suicide, this original ending. Test audiences nearly rioted after cheering for Rambo and then seeing him die. So the producers shot a new ending in which Rambo lives. They had no intention of making sequels. They wanted to have a movie that audiences liked. Um, then the film tilled out to be successful and they realised how lucky they were that they hadn't killed him off <laughs> and actually that's funny when I, I was at the festival we were at there was a screening of the new Saw movie and the producer came out on stage and the Saw, the Saw movie is Saw 10 but it's set between Saw 1 and 2 Right. and he said if anyone out there is thinking about making a horror franchise uh, don't kill off your villain in part 3 <laughs> because it really screws things up <laughs> which I really thought was funny um,
1: um, they're going to just get it's going to get a smaller and smaller gap <laughs> it's going to be like so this one
3: is set between one and one point so this is 1.25 oh, I, I do yeah. think the next one will be pre- between 1.5 and 2 I really do I really do wow um, finer and finer slicing <laughs> off finer
1: and finer bits
3: so that um, that test screening that they, they referenced was in Las Vegas and yeah the audience is just too far on his side by this point um so, and I think I think it's the right decision. You're, you're saying you, you think they they balls up the
1: ending? Uh, yeah, it's not to do with that, though. I, I, I'd, have, I'd have been, well, I wouldn't have been in the riot. I'd have been cheering them on, though. Uh, I feel that he has to survive. I just, I, you know what I'm like with a happy ending. I don't like movies where you've got a hero who is a sympathetic character, and you are like, I understand why you're doing
2: this, and then he has to die. I don't like it. I would have had Trapman kill him. Of course you would. Because there's nothing for him. He's putting him out of his misery. So in some ways, it's kind of sympathetic. I mean, it's brutal, but...
3: Yeah, it, and, and and actually, if you see where his life goes over the next yeah. few movies, he was better off to it, yeah. probably. It's just... you are
2: really not... You've really not gone in for the sequel. It's such a neat ending as well. Yeah. I like it.
3: Yeah, so with this ending, he's arrested and taken out the front door um, as Teasel is taken away in an ambulance. So we see that Teasel survived as well. Uh, and then... Um, we weren't going to do the connection section, but one thing that does connect these, these two films randomly—or not randomly, but just unfortunately—is the horrible songs that play over the credits. <laughs> it's I mean, it's insane. It if you made that mistake once, fine, <laughs> but doing it a second time and getting your brother to sing it that time uh, is disgusting. <laughs> frankly, <Peace out laughs> time. Cracker cracking song, <laughs> um, amazing. So, yeah, we, we hear this shitty song as Troutman and, and, and Rambo walk away and nearly spoil the whole bloody thing. <laughs> and that's your lot. Lovely. You, you want to do some bits and bobs? Yes, sure, Vicky. Uh, favorite scene.
2: So, a shout out for to me, first time viewer. I was unclear as to what Rambo wanted at certain points because he wants to go, he's lied, I'm going to Portland, but he really he does have to keep walking. Then at some point he's like he's escaping, he's escaping from the police station, then he's in the woods, then he wants revenge, but does he want revenge? Because he's got forward motion. Is he trying to leave or not? Like there is a point in time where he's wasting time really setting booby traps when he could be stealing a march on these people and making a bid for freedom. So I was like, what do you even want? And then the speech at the end was like, Oh, I get it now. The the mission was the mission. You just needed a mission. Because once you'd been like reactivated, mm. you don't have a plan of like, I need to put some distance between me and this place or whatever. I need a mission and now I have a mission and my mission is complete the mission as sort of circular as that is to but to a man like that it makes sense. So, special mention to that but my favourite scene is booby trapping the woods because it's an actual horror film and I can't believe it was, is it a 15 or something? Like, mm. the way that it's shot in the dusk and those spiky wood things. I thought it was terrifying. Yeah,
3: no, that's my favourite scene as well. Because uh, it ends with that speech where he says, I'll give you what you won't believe. <laughs> and I like the way he says it. Sure. I mean, we've both had a go. You have to just try it once. <laughs> no! Right. Uh, I'm still...
2: Coming down from titillating, right, so sure, give me that. Sure. But
3: yeah, that speech sort of sent a shiver up my spine. I just think it sort of it's it sets the whole movie out in, in one moment. Alex,
2: uh,
1: it's a toss-up between Art Galt's death, which I just loved because it surprised me, and I was so happy to see him go. Or oh, that speech at the end, which really hit me. And it's only it's you know so like so many things, it's the reaction shot that really sells you on it. Seeing someone else reacting to it, and when you actually see Troutman's lip begin to quiver as he realises what Rambo has actually done at his command. Like So maybe it's a little bit of self-loathing or self-realisation, but it just really hit me. And, yeah, I'm picking Art Galt's death. Yeah. Great. Uh, who's your most valuable whatever, Alec? Uh, I almost wanted to give it to uh, Jack Starrett as mm. Art Galt, um, but it's a close call for me between Brian Dennehy and Stallone. And I'm giving it to Stallone. Um now, I just want to explain. I never watched Rocky until we did it on the pod. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen this until we did it on the pod. <clears> I came to Stallone around Cliffhanger was the first sure, movie I yeah, saw Stallone course, in. And then followed by Demolition Man, probably. So he was always, I mean, he's great in them, but he's invincible action man, one-liner mode. That's the Stallone I knew. Mm. And so I never realised he's actually a very good actor. And, I, you know, watching Rocky, but especially watching this, I was like, Man, this guy's good. That bit at the start, like I said, he was like, Well, there's junk in my pockets. I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, I love him. So, yeah, it's Stallone because he's brilliant in this. Mm. Have you seen Copland?
3: No, that's the third film. If you go Rocky, First Blood, Copland, it's, they could be almost like a trilogy. Okay, that's the good one. But that's him acting with De Niro and Liotta <clears> as well. And he's good. Yeah, well, he's the lead. Well. Ah, we'll do that sometime. Um, I got Stallone as well. Um, I don't. Uh, is that it, bad? No, but I'll just quickly say mine. It's it, the, his eyes are so expressive in this film.
2: He's like a little puppy.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> and you know what he does very well in Rocky in Copland here. It's earnest. He does earnest really well, which isn't a quality I think about. Like he's just, he's just genuine and believable. And I feel I feel his pain when he's when he's emitting pain, Vicky.
2: Uh, it's the score actually which I don't do very often but it really surprised me and I think it elevates this film Um, I I love all the social commentary and and it starts with a bit of like almost social realism and then once you get into the car chase that's gone but it's fine that's what it is but the score is from a better film sometimes I think sorry so the score by Jerry Goldsmith
3: and what would you change Vicky?
2: I think there should be a runaway train in the mineshaft and I think you should get on it
1: like Indiana Jones. Yes. Wow.
2: <laughs> not really. That's not my real interest. Oh. But I do think that I think it, it would be you, awesome. When
1: you saw the rats, you're like Indiana Jones, yeah. and then you're like,
2: Actually, I can't stand. They should lean into this. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a little wooden car, I think. thing. Yeah. Um, so I know the I like I like it how it is, which is he starts in the police station, but you don't see any actual civilians. Then we're in the woods. Then we go back to a residential area. But I think we should have just to really crank up the social commentary. We should see some civilian people, residential people, reacting to him at the start. At the moment, it's him versus the police and then we go to the woods. When we go back to the residential area, the town is cleared out, so you don't get to see a civilian person's reaction to this So man. you want
3: to see... You basically, you just want to see someone tut.
2: Maybe, yeah. Or what would they do to him? Yeah, they're like, oh, he's gross. Or would they embrace him or whatever it would be, yeah. yeah. So he really has no get home out. Because Brian Dennehy represents Middle America. You're but not welcoming they... Highgate. <laughs> You've been practising, right. you see. What's a normal, in quote marks people mm. feel towards him. Does he have any home to will he have to walk forever? Because mm. he's not welcome anywhere, kind of thing. That's what I would think. Like do.
1: the littlest hobo. Yes. That would have that's what they should have done with this franchise. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Mama. I wanna settle down, <laughs> down do, no, until, until tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I'll just keep
1: moving on. <laughs> 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 and then
2: freeze for it. Oh, yeah. cute. <laughs>
3: Great. Great. We we are really nailing the 80s theme <laughs> tunes. Uh, for me Chapman's gotta kill him at the end. Yeah. It's the right ending for the film, not the right ending for the franchise, because I don't know what you do in Rambo First Blood Part 2 if he's dead. It's it's a weird movie, but uh,
1: it's Rambo 0.5. You take the saw thing, you go, it's just set just before the events of Rambo. Uh, Uh, Alex, what's yours? (laughs) So I said I had a problem with the ending, and it's such a small change, but it really bugged me when I was watching it. I like the ending. I want him to live. You see Brian Dennehy, Teasel, is being stretchered into the ambulance. I need a close-up of his face. I need to see the face of the man who has caused all of this, who has been allowed to live at the very end mm. by Rambo through Troutman's help. I want to see whatever expression he has on his face. Like I want that. The, I want him to sort of. Is it regret? Is it like I'd have done the same thing again? Is it like defiance? What is? How is he feeling? As he sees Rambo being walked away alive at the end by Troutman, and I don't get that. I'm robbed of that. And I, I think Brian Dennehy is a good enough actor that it would have just added that little, mm, that little son or something at the very end there. And I'm just surprised you don't get
3: that. And then, he, and then he could just pull out his eye and it's all shiny.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> go watch my next movie. I'm nicer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a. Uh, you can't see me doing it, but I'm doing. I'm doing what he does in Cocoon. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> scared the shit out of me when I was a kid
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a,
3: I'm do, an alien do
1: you, do you suffer an injury? <laughs> I'm an alien that bit where Steve Guttenberg watched the woman watched, watched oh, the yeah. woman getting under it's terrifying it. I'm just, yeah, it's so scary, it's scary and I've fun. just realised how wrong that is now at the time I was like this is totally normal this is normal yeah. we, we're allowed Jesus to do this Christ, the eighties. <laughs> oh what an era to grow up in a mess and we're done was it?
2: yes uh, <laughs>
1: next
3: week uh, we'll get onto that in a moment because we're going to do a quiz yeah we're going to do uh, the quiz that long-time listener Mike Byers taught us. Uh, I'm Mike in a pub <laughs> in Austin. Brilliant. So it's not going to take long. Um, <laughs> it's quite. It's interesting. a very silly quiz. Yeah, it's quite interesting. So he pointed out that on IMDb, when on the first page of an actor, yeah, at the bottom, there's they, sort of a is there's a you can scroll along little their carousel. films, little
1: carousel.
2: Okay, yes.
3: Before clicking on the films, and then it goes into a list. Mm. Okay. So uh, before you get to the bulk of the films, it says known for, yes. and there's four films. That an actor is known for, yes. according to the IMDb algorithm. <clears throat> yes. This got me quite annoyed when we are sitting there. What, what is this based on? Okay. It must be an algorithm. You can imagine.
1: We're a, we're a few Margaritis. I was enraged. <laughs> I was enraged. <laughs> Firing
2: off emails. He had to take
1: himself away to the toilets at one point because he didn't want to be involved <laughs> uh, in the
3: game. Actually, he didn't believe no, it. No, that was when you brought up seven, I went to the toilets. <laughs> I, and I, I didn't go, I stormed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. So, simply this week, let's go, you know, both guess one after the other. Okay. Uh, what is Sylvester Stallone known for? What four films? Rocky. You go first. Uh, that's correct. One, two. Vicky. Alex. Rambo. No. Wow. Vicky. Cliffhanger. No. Ugh. Alex. Demolition Man. No.
2: Stop When My Mum Will Shoot. No.
3: Shit. Uh
1: so, sorry, when I've said Rambo, because you covered all the Rockies, so that's covered off all Rambo's.
3: No, I've co- covered off the one called Rambo. Okay. First blood. No. <laughs> you thought you had it there? Okay.
2: Rambo, Rambo First Blood Part Two.
1: No.
3: <laughs> uh
1: Flippin' Eck. Uh Oh, Judge Dredd. No. Bloody
2: hell. Uh Copland?
1: No. Oh, Daylight. F- no.
2: Oh, that's a good guess. Uh Rambo three.
1: No. <laughs> Rambo. Uh
3: well, Rambo. Ra- Ra- last blood Fuck. no
2: that TV show that,
3: no. that he's in <laughs> no it's only films here
2: okay I don't know then that's it I've run out um,
3: but we've done one of the films on the podcast we're going to do one of the films on the podcast and I'd like to do another one of the films on the podcast
2: that's, okay that's all of them we've done them uh, <laughs> that's it wait hang on a sec he's wrong this
1: is, being, this is ridiculous there are loads of Stallone films and we've done Cliffhanger. And these are some of the most successful Stallone films. Cliffhanger. Well. no Someone said Cliffhanger. Have you yeah, seen Cliffhanger? Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Uh, I'm drawing a
3: blank card. This is, this is why I haven't seen any Rambo movies. Okay. Um, you've been doing sequels. Sequels do count.
2: Oh, okay. Rocky 2.
3: No. <laughs> Rocky 3.
2: Correct. Brilliant. <laughs> oh. And also Rocky 4. Correct.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> That's uh, it. And also Creed. Correct.
0: It was a draw (laughs) Well played It was a draw So they were all Rocky films Brilliant Oh
1: okay good Uh, That makes me feel better That we weren't just idiots (laughs) No you weren't You weren't (laughs) weren't. (laughs) That's why I wasn't going to do it If it was too obvious I was like oh no This is actually quite hard (laughs) Alright good Right Uh, right then That is us done Apart from Looking ahead to next week, and do you want me to tease what we are starting next week to help with the clue? Or shall we talk about that on Thursday? Uh, do you know what? I'm just going to say because it's my most exciting time of the year. It's, it's exciting. We count down to the greatest night in the calendar, October the thirty first, All Hallows' Eve. Which means starting next week, we've got three weeks of Clash of the Titles. Shocktober. Yeah,
3: which means we we'll take it into November then, I guess. Yeah, we are going to have to. I'm happy with that. You happy fine, with yeah. yeah, of course. Great Let's stuff. take it into January. Oh,
1: I love Shocktober. <laughs> me too. Oh, I love it so much. So that will help with the clue which Chris has got because it is going to be a pair of horror movies. Chris? I don't know
3: what possessed me to pick these films. <laughs> <laughs> what I just don't. <laughs> yeah, great stuff. That is your
1: clue for next week's pairing. We will be back before then on Thursday when we talk Rambo: First Blood Part Two and see which film will be victorious. Until then, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ClashPod. Till Thursday, have a great week.
0: Clash of the Titles is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.